You're gay now? No, I'm not gay. I'm just celibate. I think... I mean, that sounds gay. I just want you to know that this is, like, the first conversation of, like, three conversations that leads to you being gay. Like, there's this, and then in a year, it's like, oh, you know, I kind of get, I want to get back out there, but I think I like guys. And then there's the big, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay guy now. You're gay for saying that. I'm gay for saying that? You know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where we have comedians defend music they enjoy, that people give them a little guff for. Mm-hmm. I am, of course, Tom Takar, the the wolf of Dog Street, and I am joined once again by the boy who cried wolf of Dog Street, Tommy McNamara, the Prince of Snarkness. What an honor. I wasn't on the first Coldplay episode. That's true. We said we got to do it again. People were rioting. <laughs> yes. I got a bunch of DMs uh, being like, I'll never listen again. <laughs> What even is this? <laughs> you call this podcasting? Uh, it was like when they replaced uh, the lady on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we just replaced uh, you with Jared for an episode, and people weren't happy about it. Uh, we are joined today by the one and only Dave Ross. Hello, thanks so much for coming on, man. Oh man, thanks for having me. It's Isn't nice it weird here. to listen to that clip like years later, dude? I uh, I just rewatched. Um, Knocked up, yes. For a another podcast, guys. I'm sorry. I also go on other podcasts. <laughs> Wait, what <too>. the fuck? <laughs> you said it was just us. I know. Oh shit. Little cord mishap. We right, got, right, right. We, got, we heard that you were on other podcasts, and Tommy freaked out yeah. like a rascal. <laughs> he started throwing shit. He started. Yeah. He was not unlike the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, uh, you can hear twirling, laughing, but he's also still crying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, very odd. It's like grinning, but like that evil type yeah. of grin, yeah. like where he's Joker. <laughs> yeah. Tommy saw the Joker trailer, and it changed his personality. It radicalized me. <laughs> oh my god. I think you're the first comedian I've ever met who likes Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. You're both things, dude. Uh, no, I rewatched Knocked Up for another podcast. Yeah. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's fucking And um, I also like, I never liked Knocked Up. And I, I have a really? lot of friends. Yeah, I never liked I it. I loved it. I saw yeah. it four times in theaters. Yeah, all my friends really liked it. And for whatever reason, I just didn't think it was funny. But yeah. I didn't. The reason I didn't think it was funny had nothing to do with the content right. I, or the like subject matter or the scenes. Or I just was uh, like, you just this is pregnant funny. women are gross. Yeah, I think. Sure. Yeah, I think women are bad and shouldn't be in movies. I, uh, <laughs> you heard that uh, Heigl was being disrespectful on set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Catherine Heigl and also all other women. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Seth Rogen is both God and my king, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, Tom and I rewrote Knocked Up. Can we do a little scene for you? Sure. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I was in the woods looking for Slender Man. I like Slender Man. 
What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you I think, think that's the, good. Now, do you think that if uh, maybe four years ago we tweeted that at Judd Apatow, do you think he'd respond at all? <laughs> he sure didn't. <laughs> he sure didn't? He did Man. not. Man. Well, you know what I say to Judd Apatow about that one? Hey, Judd, why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So then I rewatched it uh, this year or maybe last year, and I was like appalled at how uh, many scenes there are of just like blatant misogynist, yeah. insane bullshit. Like uh, nine grown men like fake humping the air while their friend is on the phone with just a girl he likes. Yeah. <laughs> just like psychotic. Sure. Yeah, dude. I need to rewatch it because I was like in love with it. But really? yeah. Mm-hmm. But I loved 40 year old virgin. I mean I was I think I was 18 when this stuff came out. Legal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was Wait, legal. Are you Tom, are you telling me that I can fuck you? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're 18, you're legal, and it's legal to fuck you. The, the, yeah, then I get to <laughs> Yeah, fuck you get you. to fuck anybody who's 18. That's the way it works. Uh, huh. You're legal. Wow, what are we... What is this, knocked up? <laughs> 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 oh, uh, but okay. yeah, I, it was like right in my wheelhouse of age where I was like, oh, shit. I want to like, get right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> a wheelhouse is a good name for a pee for hole a, or a butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do want to fuck you in your pee hole. Is what I. <laughs> well, Tommy, well, Tommy this is twirling around again. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're not talking about Batman. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you were eighteen, and it was uh, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, right. well, it's it how like dudes perfect. talk. And it was just like, oh, a dirty comedy. I'm allowed yeah. to go by myself. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. like. Uh yeah, it was I remember just being a senior in high school and being like, I can't get enough of these movies. I thought they were so funny good. people was like I was like, Oh, I like get this movie. Oh, <laughs> and no funny. one else gets it. Yeah, but, I loved Forty yeah. Year Old Virgin. Yeah. I loved it. Which is and that scene was from Forty Year Old yes. Virgin, right? Yes. Man. Yeah, I guess it was just I mean, it's so funny to think like I'm definitely very, very sensitive to all that stuff now after years of yeah listening to women and gay people in my life i think and uh but like back then everyone i knew was always calling each other gay sure so it wasn't weird to hear that yeah yeah, hearing it now even like like playing it to the open the show i was like oh uh, gross absolutely weird to hear like this but tommy insisted um (laughs) he did yeah (laughs) tommy said i don't see the problem Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, he actually just said that like three seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, right we, we couldn't even start <laughs> the show. Cutting his mic. It. <laughs> <laughs> the people of Gotham will pay for your <laughs> insults. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> I will say, I was when we were looking for clips to open the show. I have like burned into my memory in 2005 or around then. Triumph, yeah. the insult comic dog, was at either the Grammys or the VMAs. And he made a joke about Coldplay that has been stuck in my head for 15 years, where he said, Coldplay, I liked you better when you were called You Too. Oh, uh, okay. I'll be like a 15-year-old, be like, that is funny. That you is told funny me stuff. this joke before. I think about it all the time. I wonder if it happens. I think, <laughs> I think you're in your, you like wrote a packet for <laughs> Triumph the Insult Comic <laughs> Talk of jokes, and that was in there. And you, I, it, like, I, I do, I vaguely How I think about this. Coldplay, this stupid <laughs> Triumph joke that may or may not exist. I do yeah. think that they did culturally become a punchline. Yes. Because they're like, I mean, yeah, and it start. I think it started with shit like that. They're just mm-hmm. like a softer, famous rock mm-hmm. band, and so yeah. they were an easy punching bag for mm-hmm. 
and I literally think it's because Triumph and other shit on TV, like how many jokes a day do people in those writers' rooms have to write? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, ah, what can I call gay today? Like truly, <laughs> and I, and that's like lame and yeah. bullshit. But uh-huh. I think it started there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like one of those do one thing a day that scares you, but it's like call one thing gay a day <laughs> that scares you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, that really describes homophobia and yeah, hatred yeah. very well. Yeah, <laughs> call one thing gay a day that scares you. Um, uh, yeah, this. We we were looking for we we often start the show with something weird the the lead like someone from the band said or like the band together saying something stupid. Oh, but Cold, the people in Coldplay are perfect. Find. No, so. I, I realized because I know a, I heard you. <laughs> the, I, we have done a Coldplay episode before. It's not canon because uh, Tommy was not on it. Mm-hmm. But I have talked about it. I loved Coldplay. Like I was a super big. They were my favorite band for a while. Oh wow! Like, I was really into Coldplay. Well, and I it's funny because when they mean. when I first, <laughs> I wasn't like that. I... <laughs> I'm when not they like first came out, I hated them. <laughs> oh, is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I don't like love. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be one of these episodes. Huh? <laughs> I'm a bully. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm. No, I like. Them. I hated them when they first came out. Okay. Like, ver- when Yellow came out, I fucking hated it. Partially because it was the same time that Stan came out from Eminem. Oh. It was the same years, both 2000 and. Uh, I was really into Stan. I was a Stan the Stan. Song? Yeah, I fucking it's loved weird to Stan. To be like really into one song, I yeah. loved Stan. I loved Stan so well, much. Well, he just that... likes pen pals. Yes, it's yeah. true. <laughs> the idea of the the lost art of of writing a man. No one writes a letter anymore. <laughs> the guy who's like nostalgic about Stan in that way. Um, yeah, there was something about that video. I fucking loved it, and I remember like. They would on uh, VH1 or MTV, like TRL, all that stuff. It would always be between Stan and Yellow. What was going to play next? Mm. And people would always fucking vote for Yellow. And I was so mad. <laughs> wow! Because I wanted to see that Stan video. It was sick. Oh, he kills so his girlfriend or whatever. It's <laughs> very dark. And I showed it. I remember I loved that song so much. I like had my sister burn me the CD or whatever. And then when I saw the CD, that album art where it's like. Eminem wearing like a bloody shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm grossed out by this. I can't do this. Yeah. And my mom didn't like it, so I was like, Oh, I guess that this isn't cool. Yeah. <laughs> my mom doesn't isn't it like so? It. That reminds me. Like I, I was similar to you, and then I was like such a music nerd mm-hmm. that I loved watching the the music video yeah. channels. Mm-hmm. But it was just so. I remember I remember what you're talking about because now I can just google it and watch whatever the fuck I yeah, want. Yeah. But I you had to wait. You had I to just sit and had wait. to wait for that video to come on. And it was so annoying. Yeah, cuz it's also like I don't think that it was on YouTube or anything at the time. I remember buying uh, the videos for like Fix You. Fix wow. You is what really got me into them where I was like Wow, this is cool, man. I didn't realize it. you were such a fan. Are you still was, a fan? I don't listen to them anymore. Every yeah. once in a while, just for nostalgia's sake, I'll I'll go back and listen to those first three albums and some of Viva La Vida. Yeah, that's exactly the type of fan I am. Yeah. I past Viva La Vida, I'm not really that into it. It once they started getting to like the Milo uh what is it called? Yeah, Milo Napolis. Green. <laughs> Yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos. The same thing about him. Yeah, Yeah, once they put out that album, Milo Yiannopoulos. (laughs) 
kind of it was all Milo. <laughs> it was all Milo. Oh, shut up. Right. <laughs> Trump was right. I built Wait, a what? wall for what? you. <laughs> um, did they have an album called Milo something? Yeah, oh, like okay. Milo Exoto or something like that. Oh, I could okay. be Milo Zyloto or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I, I know it. I've, like, we talked about it on the last time we talked about them, but... Um, that was when I, it got very stadium. That's like, when I didn't like them. Yeah, that I just wasn't mm. into it. When they started working with Brian Eno and like trying to build, trying to be like you too, it just it just wasn't for me. I guess. Yeah. But then I, every once in a while, I'll hear something new that they have, and I'm like, ah, I don't mind it. It's like they have radio hits and uh, people shit on it so much. But I was like, I can't remember the one recently that uh, there was one that they did with the. Um, Oh fuck! Who are the two guys? The ah, I, I chain smokers. Yeah, the chain smokers. Mm-hmm. There was a song that Chris. The Martin only two guys that. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I was at first. I was like, "What is this?" And then I got really into it. I started liking it a lot. Oh, okay. I, I want to find it real fast, just because I'm going to feel crazy if I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I will say I. I am not as into their newer stuff at all. And uh-huh. uh, it's funny. I was actually standing in front of the Velveeta Room in Austin, Austin yeah. the last time I was there, which I, it was, I think, last summer. And I was talking to a few comics about, I do, I have this theory that everyone likes Coldplay. Actually, I think that people have been tricked into thinking they don't like Coldplay yeah. by the zeitgeist. Because yes, I, by the is, Milo Zeitgeist. By, yeah, yes. <laughs> by Nero. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. By, like, because it's... And I'm talking about the the era of Coldplay that we like. If yes. you don't like the newer one, I understand. Uh-huh. But the it's at, at the very least... Uh, it doesn't affect you at all. It like sure. is a nice thing that's over there. Uh-huh. How could it be hurting you? How can right. you hate it? And then also, it just is good. I, my theory is everyone loves it. And I was saying this mm-hmm. standing in front of the Velve, and then music was playing down the street outside a bar. Yeah. And I was like, the reason I hate Coldplay is that they created this bullshit, this yeah. fucking stadium emo crap. Yeah. Fucking Imagine Dragons and shit, which I do think is true. And my, then I think you're right. Yeah. And then Joe Faina goes, Dave. This is Coldplay, <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's fucking not." And I and I went over and I shazammed it, and it was it was like so a new funny. Coldplay song. Yeah, this is uh, this is something just like this. All these bands from the mid two thousands. This is all they do now. Like I know. Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. The singers are just on these hooks. Of I songs know. Like this. Yeah, it's very strange, and it's like jarring that there aren't. Is new that singers. technically a Chainsmokers song? It's technically Chain. It says Chainsmokers and Coldplay, but this is on a Chainsmokers album. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, loved that. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I like yeah. it. I really liked. That. I hate yeah. the line. I think I've talked shit about this before, but I hate the line. 
where he says uh, some superhero. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because he just said super something. Like <laughs> it's very corny, but I I like that song. I don't know. I I I feel bad playing. I'm sure people who are listening to this are like, yeah, I hear that song all the fucking time. Yeah, I don't need to hear more. But it's a song that I feel like a lot of us admit, like I would just not listen to it. But then it came on, and I was like, it was playing enough where I was like, I think I actually, I, I was reminded that I like Chris Martin's vocals. I think the thing with that style, because like I, re- I really do legitimately, and I'll still throw on uh, parachutes and the two after it sometimes. Yes. I legitimately love that shit and think it's good music. I and think then, Rush of Blood is so good. And it's I, so there's good. There's comments on the Facebook that agree with that, where it's like. Whatever you think about, uh, a lot of people fell off at X and Y, their third album. Sure, but Rush of Blood and Par- Parachutes is just easy listening. <laughs> it's like so yeah. easy to listen to. It is that I don't really understand how people could have like such vitriol for it. It's but. also like really, I don't know. In my opinion, at least, like really interesting. Yeah, like I guess. Yellow. I could see how people would be like that song's corny, mm-hmm. but Trouble. Is like Trouble is fucking great. It's a really weird song. Yeah. It's like a weird song for them to have yeah. released. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of stuff on parachutes that's weird. That yeah, it's kind of weird. Very strange music. Let's hear. Let's hear Trouble actually while we're while we're talking about it. Um, I believe that is on the playlist. Yes, it is. Oh, damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Keep pulling the uh, It's around. this fucking uh, oh, setup. I need head? a new one. Oh no! No, are you good? Yeah. All right. Here's Trouble. Here comes, Here comes trouble. trouble. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I love this song. I mean, that lyric is dumb. <laughs> a spider web and I'm caught in the middle. <laughs> that sounded like Dave Matthews' band. That <laughs> was, yeah. Spider web. <laughs> Okay, that was trouble, and what a coincidence! <laughs> we had some trouble. Uh, <laughs> Garage Band fucked us, but luckily, it all worked out. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Tommy made a face. I wasn't trying to offend Garage Band. <laughs> it just like popped up a message like "fuck you." <laughs> a little paperclip holding a middle finger. <laughs> you know the paperclip that pops up in Garage Band. <laughs> that paperclip's showing up everywhere these uh, days. Paperclip's weird, man. 
That paperclip's weird. I'm a good comedian. Paperclip. <laughs> paperclip's like yeah. Thomas Middle. You see this, this, oh this paperclip, huh? Paperclip's weird, huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love that song, Trouble. Great and song. I guess it's not. I was listening to it, and I, I remember it as weird. And it's not like it's still a pop song, yeah. but it's weird for your image of Coldplay. Mm-hmm. It's yes. like dark and creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not it's how. Like, uh, do you know the song Spies? Yes. It's also kind of like dark. It, those songs go together to me for some reason. I know exactly what you mean. That's also on. I think that's also parachutes. parachutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird. It doesn't go with a lot. I, it kind of goes with some of the album, but it's de- it's definitely different. Um, let's hear while we're on parachutes. Let's let's just hear yellow real fast. People know it. Yeah. Ooh. You don't like it? No, I love it actually. Oh, you do now. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just. Uh, it, I know. It's so of a time. I started college in the fall of 2000 and that's when this came out yeah yeah and, this uh, is 2000 for sure yeah and i i very much remember like i showing up at college as like a punk kid uh-huh. and just being like that was my identity and my life and the only thing that was important at all about yeah. me and to me <laughs> yeah and then someone played me this song and i was like this is bullshit and i was just like <laughs> shitting on it and then i just kept hearing it every day and, and i secretly without telling anyone really yeah. loved it <laughs> <laughs> i was at this point i was really into rap like i was okay. super into tupac and i was really into nas and then eminem and i remember being like i remember See when they were like, "Oh, you know, I know you're gay, Coldplay." I was like, "Yeah, exactly." I was like, "I just fucking right. hated Chris Martin for some reason." There was something about the way he looked. I don't know. I just hated him. And then Fix You came out uh, on the no Fix You was X and Y, so it was a while later that I yeah. it was um it was the song uh, shit. I gotta look through their things because I think it was something from Parachutes or Rush of it was something from Rush of Blood that uh, really hit me. Really. Yeah, and then I went back and got into this. Like I got, I got into this album later than. Uh, oh, interesting. Than Rush of Blood. I had a similar arc with it, though. I know what you mean because even though I was like secretly kind of vibing with it, I would yeah. be like, like it, I, it flew in the face of what I wanted music yes. to be. Yeah, and so I hated it. And then I heard Trouble was the song, sure. and I was like, oh, these guys are kind of darker. All right, yeah. I can, yeah, and then. The one that like really sold me hard on them was the scientist. And the scientist is like the song. I feel like I don't know anybody who didn't like it. Yeah, it's um, such a beautiful song. Yeah, this is the song that got me into them uh, in high school. This is uh, in my place from uh, Russian Blood. <laughs> that song also a classic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I was thinking about Vanilla Ice recently for some reason. Oh, we talked about him on my suicide podcast uh-huh. because Vanilla Ice has attempted suicide three times. Is that right? Yeah. Damn. Do you know what he does now? He flips houses for a TV show. No. Is that, that true? I, I went to visit my girlfriend's family on Long Island and they were watching this show where Vanilla Ice flips houses. Yeah. That is crazy. It's insane. And he's just like being Vanilla Ice and also renovating people's homes, and that's the whole show. Is he good at it? He's amazing. You should see what he does with these houses. Oh, my God. They have this (laughs) ugly pool. Next thing you know, 
Wow. <laughs> nice, man. So that's cool. We're not so vanilla. Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's got a little Should flavor. I kill myself? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, this song goes. Uh, it's, uh, I still enjoy it, but. Yeah, that one I was like, oh, I could see myself liking them. Um, you know what I think it is with them that makes them a guilty pleasure and bothers certain people is that like I don't know I like as someone who's <laughs> like for sure a fan I like it it it's music that was created to evoke an emotion that's yeah and it's they're very good at it they are good at and it. after a certain amount of time when someone's clearly doing that on purpose you're kind it starts to irritate people yeah. that you're you are representative of just some it seems fake, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. And I, I like these records it doesn't feel it for some reason it doesn't feel fake to me. Russia Blood specific oh and and parachutes both, they don't feel fake at all to me. Yeah, yeah. X and Y I could argue and I love X and Y, I would argue maybe they figured it out and talk like it, and fix you were fix sort you of designed. Very clearly <laughs> Emo- like I mean, the lyrics, you home yeah, 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 and ignite your bones. <laughs> yeah, let's. I let's- mean, that's the other thing. Like, he, I, I do even. I still have a beef with their lyrics about uh-huh. half the time. Like that song "Trouble" that I love. I mean, the whole thing is about how he's caught in a spider web. Like that couldn't be a more hack <laughs> right. imagery. Yeah, like, <laughs> the video is really fun. It's cool it? though. It's like a weird, you know. They got those spider-y. spiders from yeah. Eight Legged Freaks. They're <laughs> killing them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the video is brutal. <laughs> it's, it's fucking up. metal, dude. It's <laughs> that would be so funny if they was like killing people very graphically. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What's this? What's this? It's just like it's just like nine eleven footage and just like <laughs> just like the most fucked up shit ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got Rob Zombie for this one. This <laughs> um, is like the exact the same as the end of Black Klansman. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Um, I I wanted to uh, so somebody I think it was a Rolling Stone. Let me, let me look here. So I sent it to you the um, the article where they say pretty much exactly what you're talking about. Where they they know what they're doing. Oh, it's Vice, who we support on this show. We're a big Vice <laughs> oh, show. <yeah>. Um, <laughs> well, we liked it back when Gavin McGinnis was the head of it. exactly. Right. That's, that's, that's when it was good. About, that's yeah, when talking at real talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, I go wherever he goes. <laughs> I, <laughs> we up high or down low. I'll go wherever Gavin will go. Um, let's <laughs> is that Creed? Was that uh, stained? No, no, no. That is. Uh, oh fuck! Is that? I think it is Creed. I don't think it's Creed. We gotta look it up. Yeah, because now it's driving me crazy. Yeah. I think it's like one of those. Band that like that might be the only thing that mm-hmm. they have. Oh, right. For some reason, I want to say the Lighthouse, they, like, but that's not it to either. Creed a lot. Have you done a Creed episode? We, we did. Yeah, did. yeah. We talked uh, about uh, who was it? Nicole. Uh, Boyce. Nicole Boyce. Yes. Oh, I don't know her. Uh, oh, yeah. The Calling. The Calling. Oh, the Calling. And let's just say America did not pick up. <laughs> 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 oh my, damn, Tommy. Man, if you, man, Spade. fuck. <laughs> honestly, fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 
So this is uh, in Vice. They're saying it's an article called Why Do We Hate Coldplay? And they make a lot of good points. Um, they uh, where's the What's the actual thing I sent you? There was like a screenshot. Sorry. Um. Uh, damn it. This is very frustrating. Um, oh, I sent it via text. Damn it. It's they're making fun of him at the Super Bowl, basically. Um, oh, that's right. When did they play the Super Bowl? They did it what three years ago? It was not that long ago because then yeah. that was the big thing where Beyonce came out and everyone. Oh, it was that yeah, year, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? And everyone was like, "Why was Coldplay there in the first place?" <laughs> Beyonce stole the show so much, kind of thing. Yeah, I that happens every year. Literally every year, they book some rock entity and some rap R and B entity, mm-hmm. and the rap R and B people just blow the rock music out of the water. Because all yeah. rock music blows now, and all rap is good now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all, but... Okay, here we go. Like, uh, they brought the Red oh, Hot Chili Peppers out the one year, and... Bruno Mars. It's like, Snow come Mars. on, so dude. Bad. <laughs> That's when it felt like they were just, like, throwing darts at a wall of the yeah. top 20 musical artists. Yeah. Like. And this year was Travis Scott and Maroon 5, or was it not Travis Scott? It was definitely Maroon 5. Yeah. Travis Scott sounds right. Yeah. Um, but Maroon 5, wow, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, okay, so this is why uh, we hate Coldplay. What, it says, watching last weekend's Super Bowl performance, it's perhaps easy to see why. Chris Martin is a man who seemingly cannot transition between one place and another without skipping. <laughs> think Wait, what is that? Like He skips like, skip everywhere like a, on like stage, a and it looks oh, wow. absurd. I guess uh, I didn't... Well, I must have not watched this. It's, it was very weird. And that <laughs> was actually... That Super Bowl performance is basically the reason this podcast exists. Because I remember being really annoyed yeah. that people were shitting on Coldplay so oh. hard before. They were like, this is the worst thing that could happen. And I was like, Coldplay is not like horrible. Why yeah. are we pretending like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to music? I really, it really, yeah. It, I want to say it bugs me. It doesn't. It puzzles me. The extreme vitriol. Yeah. I really do. I think a lot of it has to do with what came out of them. Like, there is no newer Coldplay created Imagine Dragons and Mumford & Sons Uh and all this other hyper-saccharine arena rock that was just created to be, like, played in fucking yogurt commercials and shit. Like, (laughs) I I really hate Imagine Dragons. I do, too. I hate, yeah. I do, too. I cannot stand it. I hate it so much. It's like they... They were like, okay, we like Coldplay and we like Muse. How do we do yeah. both? And make it the, uh, the, the worst, worst version of both. Version yeah, of both. Totally. I had an embarrassing Muse phase back in high school. I got a lot really of people like Muse. Muse. I liked Muse for a little bit. I had a friend who was really pushing Muse on me. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'm going to push mute on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can't say that in the middle of the podcast, Tom. That's got to go. That has to be the end. We have to end now. <laughs> I'm going to push mute. Uh, yeah, I've never liked Muse. I always hated it. But I do have a lot of a lot of people I knew who liked Muse were musicians. Because yeah. I think it was like in an era where like the radio was still pretty big, they were good at playing their instruments, mm-hmm. yeah. I think. I'm not really sure. I, didn't, I, I didn't really don't like it. them. It didn't speak to me. Yeah. Um, it was every song was about like about like I'm gonna shoot a helicopter with a missile like every <laughs> or like every it just wait felt, was every song <laughs> it literally felt every Muse song felt like they were like yeah like uh, the stakes were very high yeah exactly yeah. like we have to band together to fight this lizard or whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh man how how are we gonna make enough bombs to kill 
to kill this to kill this big bear. <laughs> like, it's a lot of human versus animals. It really felt like human versus animals, human versus monsters. Oh, we gotta yeah. throw a barrel back at Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, exactly. Make him deal with it. It just felt like songs about King Kong and Godzilla and Jurassic Park. That's what it really. <laughs> Um, before we get uh, much further in this show, I think we should go ahead and listen to Jared's voicemail. Um, oh, yeah. So as we do every episode, we have our friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the uh, uh, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Um, he leaves us his thoughts on the band we're talking about. He did a full episode of this, so I'm very curious what he's going to have to say. Here <laughs> is... They went to... Oh, shit. That's still Coldplay. That's Jared. Jared. sounds amazing. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Jared, that was... I would love it if he sang the whole voicemail. We should... Jared, come on. Sing <laughs> for us. Uh, all right. Here is Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's They Went to Jared. The boys are going to have Dave Ross on defending Coldplay. I've actually defended them myself on this podcast and they come up fairly often um just talking about different things um i'm gonna take a little bit different approach here and say um and this has been something we've kind of covered when we talked about the foo fighters where it's like they so coldplay i agree that they shouldn't necessarily be viewed as this historically bad band like a lot of people hate them like not even just i don't like to listen to them i'm irritated by them they hate them and that's crazy because they're definitely not they're just you can just ignore them we've talked about this it's not a big deal but i will say that that there is some room for in the discussion that sort of this era of rock and roll has been so lacking that a band like coldplay who probably in most generations would not be viewed as this massive mega band because they would just be kind of viewed as just fine and i think that that's really part of this is they were so popular because there wasn't that many other bands that people could sort of like rally but behind it was like radiohead and them and the foo fighters and that was it i mean back in the 60s and 70s there were dozens of examples of bands and the sort of like the market share was tougher to to get so i think that you could definitely argue that coldplay should not have ever been this big because they're not that good like they're a band that i like but i don't like them any more than i like you know a lot of other bands like i think that they're just kind of the most popular band from this era that i liked if that makes sense anyway I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Wow, I think that was great. I, yeah, that was a good point. Yeah, and sure. I think I I would like expand on that and say I would imagine that uh, if they didn't get massively internationally huge mm-hmm. after that third record, their music would not have become this stadium bullshit that they're yeah. making right now. Sure, uh, and like. Or maybe it would have. Who knows? It's but hard I think to tell. If you're playing to, it just seems nowadays to happen to every band that gets big. Foo Fighters became arena rock, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, well, those other bands, those bad bands we just listed, and like even Arcade Fire is the best version of it. Uh-huh. Their stuff is still like very epic, and it always was. But it's like mm-hmm. really playing to a room with. 10,000 people in it, it feels yeah. like, rather than 
music for a club with 500 people in it. I mean, uh-huh. Wake Up yeah. is like... Yeah, that oh, is so like, well, yeah, I guess yeah. that... Yeah, that's one of the... On their that's first record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. always like that, but I know what you mean. They even evolved a little bit to where... Oh, shit, sorry. Uh, they even evolved a little bit to where... Oh, shit, did that just do that in the thing? Sorry, I was getting a call. I don't know if the sound came through. Uh well. They evolved to bigger in a way that I didn't necessarily love either. Um, yeah, because I liked listening to them. You know, I, that first album is so good. The that and Neon Bible are both like incredible. Totally. Um, I and also them, the third album I, I fucking love. Rules. Suburbs, yeah, Suburbs is so good. I think it's incredible. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are. I they are still like just so good. Yeah. I definitely feel that way. But I I think I agree with you in that. Like when. Bands, when they become a band that everyone likes, I don't hate it when people, a lot of people like a band, but a lot of times they evolve in this way that is sure because of what we're talking about. I mean, uh, Fall Out Boy was, yes. <laughs> look at what they become. You know? I, they, I never, I don't know anything about them uh, for whatever really? reason. Like, uh, I know they're singles or they're at least they're ones from I the 90s. I could see how there's like just enough of like the timing gap yeah. where. They were right in my wheelhouse yeah. of like uh, I keep saying fucking and wheelhouse. the wheelhouse is, is my again? butt or whatever your pee hole uh, yeah that was they it. were right in my pee hole <laughs> <laughs> we should change wheelhouse to pee hole to pee hole why did I bring that's this not up really in my pee hole <laughs> nobody liked it especially you <laughs> oh wait there is one thing I wanted to talk about before I while yes. holding my phone but uh, so he compared Coldplay to Radiohead yeah and there was a Fox News radio show where they did the same thing this uh-huh. is the quote. You know, Radiohead is a fine band, but they stole everything from Coldplay. That is so Like, wow. Radiohead is the poor man's Coldplay. Oh, yes, God. dude. Yes, it's yes, so funny. yes, yes. It's so funny because, yes. like, you can tell Chris Martin has a ton of, like, a ton of respect for Fox Tom News. York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, he talks about Radiohead a lot. Mm-hmm. With He's a big fan of Kid A and, like... He's he's clearly a huge fan, and Tom York, at least he used to, fucking hated Coldplay. He just big dicks him. He yeah. just talks shit about them all the time. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't think he really does anymore. I, it seems like a thing that they just don't, nobody cares anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, we can we, there's a, there was a headline that we found, actually, about someone else talking shit about. Yeah, let me read this headline. Yeah. About Coldplay? Yeah, about Chris Martin specifically. I mean, there there is another thing. I mean, he's so rich and famous yeah that it is also kind of like yeah fuck him you know sure. what I mean? <laughs> like i know and he's like <laughs> he's like dated gyneth paltrow or i mean married, married married yeah. are they kids. currently I married no, they? no 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 they got oh they got divorced yeah they got divorced it like devastated a, him and like fucked up his life for a while his credit yeah, <laughs> yeah his <laughs> oh, credit yeah. score is messed up so coldplay's uh coldplay's chris martin laughs off u2's bono slur is that, it's slur. a terribly written headline, by the slur way. Slur is the word they used. It. And you know, can you guess the slur? This is a game we play. <laughs> this, is, this is every week. <laughs> yeah, oh, podcast. my God. That's so funny. It's All right. Which slur is it? Say some of your favorites. <laughs> um, well, okay. I actually been meaning to tell you guys. So I went to Chinatown yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I absolutely cannot guess the slur. You probably heard this slur a lot over there. <laughs> it is wanker. Oh, no. A word that no not one would describe nice. as a slur. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so Bono is not getting SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you choose another band that I love that a lot of people talk shit on. And yeah. sure, I haven't liked a record of theirs in a good while, uh, but I still listen to the Joshua Tree. I love that album yeah. so yeah. much. It's my first concert. You too. Really? I got, cool. I bought an iPhone just so I could have their album. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> wow. Most <laughs> expensive album I've ever bought, <laughs> dude. I had a different phone. <laughs> I did have the U2 iPod. It's a really? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And yeah, it like, came sure. preloaded with their whole catalog. Mm-hmm. The wow. iPod. It was like red and black. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was. I didn't cool. have it. It wow. looked very sick. Though. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> oh my god. What band was it that only made one copy of their album? And Wu Tang. Right? Wu Tang. Oh yeah, Wu Tang did that. But then oh, there was somebody a, else did it. Oh, too. I was thinking of another thing. They it oh actually this is embarrassing. I'm thinking of the Skittles commercial that they only showed to one boy. What? Do you know about this? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they like a Willy Wonka thing? Like you had to get the golden ticket to see a commercial? <laughs> yeah, they made a That's Skittles insane. commercial and they had a contest that like one kid got to watch and then but then they made a video of him watching it and then showed that to everybody. What <laughs> the weirdest thing bad. in the <laughs> no, apparently we're and Skittles. I just learned about this because I have a close friend who wrote an NDA, and yeah. I can't say all the details. But sure. he's working on like one of their new thick viral. Yeah viral-esque or like trying to be viral campaigns yeah. and every year surrounding the Super Bowl Skittles does some goofy-ass shit like that uh-huh. and apparently I don't know it. people at least saw the thing damn <laughs> yeah that is yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah that's yeah. really funny um, that's kind of what's happening to this podcast accidentally <laughs> it's just, just going viral and <laughs> everybody knows about it we only let one person well that's uh, how people chose but also if somebody else wanted to we'd be like no, <laughs> you can't. Um, Tommy, I feel like we've talked. Well, also, I want to address something. Jared, don't fucking do the podcast and drive. Was I, could, dude, the, could, I heard the turn signal. The turn sig- It was also like the turn signal. A uh, turn signal that lets you know that that car is old. Like, uh, <laughs> or maybe like British. I don't know. It was like a clicking. Yeah, I hadn't heard a, a turn ding. signal like that. Um, no, enough, Jared has a nice car. Uh, if enough people donate to the Patreon, we will buy Jared a new car. That is our promise. <laughs> get on the Patreon. We're going to get Jared a new car. Um, it must be European then. Maybe a Volvo. I don't know. It was like it made me feel like I was in my mom's car yeah, uh, uh, when I was in high school. I, it is actually legal to podcast and drive, though. Texting mm-hmm. and driving, illegal. Because it you cannot prove... wait. <laughs> Have you guys listened to or been on the podcast, Do You Need a Ride? No, with Karen Kilgarrow? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Karen Kilgariff and Chris Fairbanks, yeah. which means that it is an amazing podcast because sure. they're like yeah. two they're of the best great. and yeah. funniest people. Um, I've now done it twice, and both times I was terrified the whole time. Oh, yeah. Because it's so fun, but then the whole time, Karen's like, oh, shit. And there's like like a bike drives in front. Oh, my God. And you're God. like, maybe we should pull over. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do they switch the off who drives, or is it? Uh, no, it's always She Drives and Fairbanks. And the first time I did it, Fairbanks was uh, running the podcast, like the equipment, while uh-huh. we were oh driving. Uh, now uh, They have a producer? Yeah, they have a producer yeah, in the yeah. car. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just a rough day that uh-huh. I had, but holy shit. It was like, <laughs> like, listen to the episode. It's just every 10 minutes, we're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Um. Tommy, we've talked about our experiences with Coldplay. What is your what's your background with Coldplay? 
Uh, I was in the band from 2000 to sure. 2003. Of course. Of course. Um, you know, I got into them a little... I, I always loved... I loved Yellow. I think Yellow is my favorite of their major singles. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Interesting. Say, musically, I think the video for The Scientist like, blew my mind yeah. <laughs> at a young age. I was like... You're oh, totally! Me it's going. I, I was just Whoa. reading. Apparently, he did. This is. I don't know why this is important, but he did learn how to sing backwards <laughs> for that. It's he did. He mouthed the entire lyrics yeah. backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah, very strange That's thing a skill. to learn. <laughs> a skill you can like, never use again. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine he. Yeah. Did he like straight up learn to sing just in general backwards? That's what I was reading. This dumbass uh, ten things you might not, uh, you didn't know about Coldplay. And one of the things was that he learned to sing backwards. And I don't know if it was like permanently, like he can sing anything backwards or um, let's see. Uh, he can sing sound. anything backwards. <laughs> Give him a song. Meet the freak who can sing anything backwards. <laughs> anything. He can hear a song once and <laughs> sing it backwards. He's who the song Talking Backwards is about Whoa. from real estate. I don't know that song. Oh, fuck. It's a good song. I'm not, um, I don't know that song. Damn it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Martin got a, a tape of the song recorded backwards, and he listened to it over and over. He's a very passionate guy, so he got really into it. So he didn't learn to sing backwards. He, he just learned, learned that, that song, song backwards. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was hoping there was some like ritual he yeah. did. Yeah, where he can now he has like magic powers. It's a it's satanic thing. Like a serpent's tongue. <laughs> uh, this is a fun fact thing. It's, it says, speaking of the scientist, Willie Nelson digs it. Uh, that's what most of a uh, Willie Nelson, a Coldplay fan. That's what most of us said when this Chipotle ad started making the rounds in 2011. I don't. Think I most hated of that us sentence. <laughs> Every water cooler in the country. Yeah, was a dude. Yeah. Willie, this is a Willie sentence Nelson? about Willie Nelson and Coldplay and Chipotle. Like, uh, oh man. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it says uh, we suggest uh, taking a gander. It's a neat little cover. Uh, then it says uh, we can imagine old Willie separating some plant life on a Coldplay CD cover, sparking a giant special Jesus cigarette. And starting- <laughs> wow, this was in this Loser sucks. magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't subscribe? <laughs> well, I do, yes. <laughs> I also wrote that article. <laughs> and I own Loser Magazine. <laughs> Can we hear the Willie Nelson cover of The Scientist? I wonder if it's like in a, yeah. if it's easy to find. Uh, while you're looking it up, I'll say, I, in college, I got more into them and started listening to the deep cuts. Like I was obsessed with uh, Shiver. Shiver is great. And I was oh, just is that on the third album? That's on the it's first, first or second, album, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm... Pr- it might oh, be the second Oh, yes. Album. I know yeah. that song. That's I feel like it's rock. first, Man, I love that fucking It's a record, great song. Dude. That song is in, um, I think it's in uh, uh, Wedding Crashers, actually. And it's like a fun moment. Oh, yeah. But it's a great, I mean, it's such a good song that it makes Wedding Crashers. You're like, this is very sweet. Oh, It's a nice yeah. moment in the movie. And then that was like. Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Shivers my girlfriend's song was a uh, me and my college girlfriend song was like a Coldplay song, you know. Like, oh, I cool! Like, I won't say which one, but it's oh like, no, why not? The best, yeah. <laughs> no, the best one. Yeah, I was just reading. Apparently, uh, they recorded Shiver with just one vocal take, oh, so wow. it's all him. It's just him doing one take. So it's there's parts where he kind of not fucks up, but his voice isn't perfect, and it's it's nice because it's kind of raw, raw, raw. <laughs> so he like raw dog to that song. <laughs> That's right. He what to that song? He raw dog. Raw dog. Yeah. Wow. Let's hear a little bit. Of sh- let's hear a little no, bit. No, I just don't hear that term that much. Uh, uh, you got to run in the circle. Raw dog. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you guys are fucking hardcore, man. This is New York. Everyone's raw dog. And raw dog is really in your pee hole. I love that shit. Uh, talk that talk, man. Uh, <laughs> we lost yeah, that. Oh yeah, I love this still song. Bangs. It's oh. it's so good. Um, yeah, I was really into that too. That uh, that definitely did it for me. Uh, but yeah, they did that in one take. Uh, apparently, they recorded it multiple times. But he sang, he the vocal track they ended up using for it was all one. Like he wow. he sang the whole song wow. and they used just that. Whoa, uh, pretty cool. cool. Uh, this I thought was crazy. Uh, well, I want to get back to that, but I I couldn't believe this. Before joining uh, the band, drummer Will Champion had never played the drums. No, what? I I was like, I had to find more about this, so I I looked it up, and apparently, what happened? So these guys were all friends in college, and they came. They went to Arizona State, right? <laughs> that is right. <laughs> uh, they came to his his uh, his door and they were looking for his roommate because they knew his roommate had a drum kit. Oh, this poor roommate. And the roommate was at a bar drinking and Will Champion was like, I'll just try it. And he did. And then they were like, yeah, that works. And then, I no feel so way. bad for the roommate. <laughs> Holy not. shit, that's crazy. He could have been like a billionaire. And they were like, Kids, this don't article. drink. <laughs> you will be in Coldplay. This you article is just Coldplay like, ever if you don't drink. What an... Like, you've got to be pissed if you're, like, a guy who's been playing drums. It's like a studio musician oh, yeah. forever. And then this guy literally learned the drums just so he could be in this band. Dude, wow. It's insane. And they they kicked him out briefly, but then they brought him back. Um, Why'd they kick him out briefly? Uh, I don't know. He probably because he drums. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah well, it's, it's really insane. Uh, it's Chris, Johnny, and Guy did three tracks on a four-track EP, and they needed drums, so they came to his house and did it. Uh, yeah, and then he's just one of the richest people in the world now yeah, because wow. he happened to be there. I mean, I'm sure he's also... He was like... He had played a, like piano and stuff like that before. He was a musician for a long time before this, but he'd never played drums. It's just That's an insane wild. thing. That's yeah. so crazy. Um, anyway, uh, so you were you were into that. Yes. And you were, yeah, and then I, I, I never liked the uh, arena stuff. I don't even like Viva La Vida, personally. Yeah. Um, it's Viva just, La Vida, yeah, I, I don't ends. go back to yeah. at all. But um, I do want to hear. So you I have, put no, I have no hatred for them at all. Uh, yeah, but it's just those first two albums for me are the ones I like. Sure. So you weren't into X and Y either. Not really. I I kind of get There's that. There's probably it's, a couple. Songs that's where they that started like. to go arena. Yeah, for it's sure. like the transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like we were saying, like Fix You is for sure. They understood what they were doing at that point. I think. Yeah, and I, but I do reject not liking it on those grounds. I, mean, I love it. I love it. Wrong, yeah. yeah, yeah. And obviously, like you know. I'm sure we all feel the same. Whatever, whatever you don't like in your life, yes, whatever. Uh-huh. Dislike things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. But when people don't like stuff because it uh, evokes a feeling and only for that reason, yeah. I reject that. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I do like, I don't know, like it's okay to feel vulnerable uh-huh. and it's scary. And I do think that a lot of like emo and saccharine rock are rejected by people because they just don't want to feel yeah 
it's not sad. It's like nostalgic or something or some yeah. like just some sort of soft emotion. It's scary to people. And I think that sucks. You should just let it let it happen, you know? Mm. And I like, yeah, I definitely know people that are like, oh, I can't listen to that. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. it really bothers them to be put in that place. And I think they think it's corny or something like sure. it's, to to be made to feel that way. And especially by something that is super popular. I think that also affects it for some reason. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Like, because you can listen... Like, Neil Young, I don't feel like people are like, oh, I can't listen to that shit. Like, but it's sad. You know? I will say, I hate Neil Young. Really? Yeah, I'm the and I'm the only one, man. All my friends love Neil Young. Really? And I, you I hate actually, his voice? Someone... Yeah, I guess... The whole thing. Yeah, I really... <laughs> I. Someone played me a record from him once... Where I was like, really, I really liked it. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I never remembered which one it was, but it was like different from everything else I've heard. So granted, I've probably only heard a very specific style he does that I don't like. Yeah. And it's like Heart of Gold and that type of stuff. Like I hear it and it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Really? Yeah. That's it's interesting. It's really, really off. Like, you I, like Harvest Moon? Yeah, I mean, what, I, dude? Yeah, I like truly hate it. That's so <laughs> it is. It is kind of annoying that they used Harvest Moon in Big Little Lies as mm-hmm. like the song that the worst guy like oh, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, it's like him being romantic, and you're like, now I fucking have to think about that when I listen to this song. It sucks. I can't even huh. play Legos anymore because that scene where he stuffs someone. <laughs> Man, Big Little you Lies super fans are gonna love that joke. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> I have never seen Big Little Lies, but I do appreciate the image of you uh, playing with Legos in your apartment <laughs> at your current age. Yeah. That's like, I mean, back when me and Tommy lived together, a mere, what, two months ago. I'd always be Legos tripping over his Legos all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he made sturdy things out of Legos. Uh, let's, uh, let's Guys, hear... we have a dishwasher now. <laughs> it's just like Tommy, fuck, it doesn't work. You can't. Oh, really? <laughs> You open What's it this? up and all this like blue Legos pour out. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy living with Tommy is pretty good. He like keeps to himself mostly, but it, there are Legos everywhere. Everyone. He makes water out of and Legos. He keeps and, insisting that he's playing the PlayStation, but he's just staring at Legos. <laughs> what he says is a controller, but it's just more Legos. <laughs> His imagination is beautiful, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, man, yeah. He made a toilet out of Legos, and, uh, <laughs> wow, it's really... <laughs> the place is uninhabitable now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got us a new toilet. <laughs> uh, looks like someone didn't flush, and there's, there's just, like, brown Legos in it. Like, dude, this is, none of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixture of brown Legos and actual shit. <laughs> <laughs> Piss and shit and yellow and brown Legos all piled. So anyway, Coldplay's pretty cool. <laughs> Guys, I made a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, man. Have you been my girlfriend? She's moving in. It's like an entire person. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I put her in your room. I'm like, she cheated on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a cuck Tom. Oh, yeah. He just beats the shit out of you. Just 
<laughs> just relentlessly just beats you. <laughs> oh, God damn it, dude. Always. I do think cuck fantasy would be a good description of the genre that Coldplay inhabits. Yeah, for but, sure. Yep. yep. That's mm. a, that would be of good. the what? Cuck fantasy. That's it. That's good. It's a, it's a musical genre that sure. Coldplay has been <laughs> associated um, with. Let's hear Fix You. <laughs> Uh, Brother, therapist. Speaking of Legos, <laughs> let's put on Fix You. But think when you're listening to Fix You right now, think about it from a context of someone who just uh, who made something out of Legos and then it fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the moment where That's the emotion. Yeah. This is the moment He's where like staring at a pile of Legos on the floor. Uh, you built the Lego girlfriend <laughs> in a suitcase and she's standing outside like, yeah. don't go! Uh, when you feel so tired that you can't sleep Stuck in rivers And the tears come streaming down your face Just clear Legos falling down <laughs> <laughs> She's got like a Lego kid with her that <laughs> Dude. Yeah man, I love this shit. So Videos this was uh, this and the wake me up when September ends were the videos oh, that I had on my shit. iPod video. Wow. I, I had to buy them. What happens in this video? I don't think I'm sure. It's just him walking along like a dark Dude, street with street lights. Yeah, he's going in <laughs> forward motion. It was revolutionary at yeah. the time. This video, dude, is fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then there's. <laughs> yeah, it's all Legos and it's fucking brutal, dude. Uh, One thing they, they reenacted. You know that monk that set himself on fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, uh, but what out of did Legos. Monk do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The show monk. Self-immolating monk. <laughs> uh, the I don't know if you guys remember the movie World Trade Center that uh, uh, I saw I that in theaters. Nicholas Cage, Cage yeah. and Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think that was an Oliver Stone movie. That sounds right to me. I think it was a movie about true. the financial crisis, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it came out in like 05 or 06 or something yeah. like that. Uh, and this song was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And wow. I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to see that. Yes, dude. I went what? to see it. The song's not in the fucking movie, which uh. of course it's not. That's not how trailers work, it turns out. <laughs> well, but I remember being pissed. Sings. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, it was a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Osama Bin Laden covering Coldplay. What's the real tragedy? There's a scene where George W. Bush is looking at the moon, seeing this, and then it cuts to Osama Bin Laden seeing it. Same <laughs> moon. The moon. I do think that there hasn't. <laughs> I man, the idea of them singing somewhere out there at the same time. <laughs> When's there going to be like a good 9-11 movie, though? Because I don't think there's been one yet. That's a good question. You know what the problem is? They made these movies way too, too close too to it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, as yeah. it was, as the second building was, they were like, let's get Hollywood on the phone. Yes. Like it's, yeah, it was yeah, way yeah. too fast. Dude, I, know. I haven't seen United 93. I haven't seen that either. But Extremely Loud and Incredibly it. Close isn't terrible. I didn't see that one. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. It's I've like very, very, they really play up. 
the sadness of this mm-hmm. kid to the point where you're like, it feels a little, um, uh, what's the term? Uh, you know, when you use people <laughs> manipulative, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah, it seems like exploitative, yes. yeah, 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 but still, it's not a bad movie, okay, yeah, yeah. Max von Sydow, uh, what's that? Max von Sydow, he's in uh, that, Rain Over Me, now, that was the 9 11 movie, right? Was it with the Adam Sandler? Yeah, I, I thought know. like his family died in 9 11, but there's or no like great, you know, yeah, iconic 9 11 movie, right? Very well made, yeah. very sure, you know. I I mean you know what Mark Wahlberg said about 9/11. Yes. On that plane. They yeah. need to make that movie. They need to make that they movie. They should make that oh movie where he does it. An and alternate like, universe yes. in yeah. which Mark Wahlberg stopped 9/11 yeah. and Absolutely. all of a sudden we're not in a war in Iraq. It's, it changes totally. the world. They put Absolutely. Ted on the flag. <laughs> they put who on the flag? Ted. From the movie Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Ted is our money and stuff. <laughs> wow, dude. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close is just the third Ted movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I think we should pitch this. I think this is good. Um, Did you know that P.O.D.'s fourth album, Satellite, came out on September 11th? I did know that, yes. I don't know why I knew that. Did we talk about P.O.D. on the show at some point? No, I've heard, yeah, Blueprint, Ben Folds 5, Rock in the Suburbs, was 9-11-2001. There was um, also an album that had to be delayed because it was going to be coming out September 12th. And I think we've talked about that oh, album. It was well, the show. Strokes had Yankee New York City Hotel Foxtrot that oh, was yeah. delayed. Damn. Because, <laughs> and at a time that, when we could have used it, too. That's one of my favorite albums of oh, all time. Yeah. I think so it's good. hanging on the wall up there, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that album. It's um, great. The old Chicago Skyline. Oh, yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, it's good. Um, we should. Uh, we're already an hour in. We should listen to these last Dang, couple dude. songs and then ramp. Facebook. Oh, we have a lot. Let's we have do, Facebook. Uh, let's hear the. Let's play them quietly while reading. Yes. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So this is the scientist. This is the song that I was like, oh, everybody likes this, yeah. and I hadn't even heard it because I was only hearing the stuff that was on the radio a lot. For some reason, this was never. They never played this on my local radio station. Really? It was like never on. So well, I didn't in Indiana, know about it. Indiana, they hate science, bro. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're they creationists. Like, Play the goddess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made a song called The Preacher. <laughs> Play that. <laughs> oh, damn. This is like sending me to a place, even hearing it, because I... So I dated the same girl for all of high school. We lost our virginities to each other, and then we broke up. She broke up with me my freshman year of college. She was a senior in high school still, uh-huh. and we were like trying to keep dating. Yeah, she broke up I'm with dealing me. with that now. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're so young. Uh, oh no, she's. So young. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Don't no, misunderstand no. Yeah. what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, what's I've been meaning to bring up Chinatown again. What's weird is he <laughs> made the Lego lady in high school. Gave her a student ID. Obviously. <laughs> Given her, <laughs> you could have made her his age, <laughs> and she looks the same either way. It's just a mind. He's thing just saying she's seventeen <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, no, I um, uh, and we broke up, and then like a year or so after college, we started talking again and started dating again, long distance. And then I, I like flew to New York. To hang with her uh-huh. for a week. I grew up an hour north of the city, mm-hmm. and um, and she, 
it was like very weird and it clearly wasn't going to work and yeah. we were like sleeping in the same bed together and not hooking up and yeah. it wasn't like hateful or angry sure. but it was very we like, sad like brothers and in a hotel bed it, we were like brothers in a hotel bed yeah yeah um, I thought she was going to follow me into the dark <laughs> uh, who by the way I just saw Death Cab at Hollywood Bowl and it was the shit really oh, it was yeah it I've was three times. surprisingly okay. so I good um Oh, and uh, yeah, so the way that that time ended, uh, that week of me staying with her and it not working out ended, was I literally told her I wanted to marry her. Oh, and I know shit. this now is it was a last ditch effort as a 22 year old to yeah. like try to get her to like sure. me or make it work or whatever. You should have like, faked a pregnancy. <laughs> well, I'm getting. You know, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, but yeah, and so we like cried a lot and very upset, and I left. And then when I left, I just listened to this song for months. Oh, I was yeah. oh yeah, I uh, I was so like that. I was yeah. such a such an emotional kid. Yeah, and it, like it had just come on the radio, and uh, I was still I think in the phase where I was like, no, I don't like Coldplay. I'm punk still. Yeah. But then I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need it. I uh, had I had a, like an almost opposite experience where I went through a breakup and it was right when Viva La Vida came out. Wow. And I remember getting in my car and this was the song that was on. And I was just like, this is the this is my summer song now. I'm going to like, this is the mood. It's a strawberry swing. And it's like kind of like a, no, it's good that this happened. This is a new chapter <laughs> sure. of my life. We're all kissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we all started to, We just decided to start all kissing. Yeah. What, I, I want you guys, whenever we play music, picture that we're all kissing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah. Three people just mashing to all at once. Not individual kisses. <laughs> nope, nope. It's all together. I really yeah, like dude, this song. I like this song a lot. This is the record that I liked. I started liking less. Yeah. But... Uh, I also, yeah, I'll like pull it out sometimes because it's kind of weird. It it's is like, very strange. There's like really weird shit that happens in the record. Yeah, I mean it's the, it's like a concept album, which is weird. Like there's yeah. the, like it's like this king. Like I was on, uh, I used to rule the world, and it, it's very. That's strange. what I that turns me on. I I don't yeah. like that either. So uh, I still enjoyed this somewhat, but sing about normal stuff like being in a spider web. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> yeah, like. yeah, totally. In like, the middle. <laughs> That's in my pee hole. <laughs> we should we haven't pointed out yet, by the way, that Dave is wearing a shirt to a Coldplay podcast that just says feelings just says on feelings. it. Yeah, yeah. So it is also like, my own merch. Oh, is it really? It's the merch from my suicide podcast oh, that cool. I've oh, organically yeah. I feel like brought up. You did a great job. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I I hadn't looked at the playlist for this album in a long time. I I also like Life in Technicolor. I like um, that song. I like the title track, or at least the yeah. Is it called Viva, Viva La Vida? Vida. Okay, yeah, yeah I I like Viva La Vida. I prefer Death and All His Friends. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a it's a very str- yeah Death and All His Friends. I didn't hate this. I actually I forgot this about when this it first song. came out. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty cool. 
Coldplay's great. They have some great piano parts. I man. really lo- that's the thing. It's it was the first band that I was into that was like, oh, they I just like piano music, and yeah. then I got really into Ben Folds and mm-hmm. like, um, in that movie, The Pianist. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you turn it up some? Yes. Yeah, man, I love, I fucking, yeah. I love Coldplay. Well, and it evolves back into the, uh, to a, di- I believe this one evolves into a, a lyric, uh, a version of the opening song, but with lyrics. Or maybe that's just on the extra. What's the song? The damn Pokemon? What song gonna evolve? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> specific <laughs> color commentator. Yeah, all this <laughs> <laughs> What's this, a damn Pokemon? <laughs> this is Pokemon. Now okay, that, now it's a Pokemon. Now that could fight a Blastoise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now that's a Pokemon. That's that Gyarados. Dude, Tommy, <laughs> please let that be your new catchphrase. Now, now that's, that's a Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, it goes back to the... Be- it, it begins and ends the same, which I actually really enjoyed. Uh, Too long, though. Five minutes. Um, What's that song called? That is Death and All His Friends. Yeah. And the opening song is called Life in Technicolor. Um... Yeah, I, I'm going to go back and listen to that after the show. Yeah, um, me too. This is fun. <laughs> That's so funny. I came into this this podcast thinking, yeah, uh, Viva La Vida, I only kind of like. Uh-huh. And then you well, just the, played those, and I'm like, wait, I no, I love that record. Yeah, <laughs> there's some filler in Death and All His Friends, and, or in uh, Viva La Vida and Death and All His Friends. I hate the, 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 oh, they did long that. Long titles like but, that. Um, Ugh, long titles. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's ah, like camp. <laughs> that ain't Pokemon. <laughs> oh, you know Pokemon when you see it. <laughs> yeah, this year's Met Gala theme no. is Pokemon. <laughs> Here wow. comes Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was like there's a. Uh, what is it lovers and whatever there's some songs on that album that mm. i definitely would skip but looking back through it they also i remember he did like they did like three different versions of lost and it's that's when jay-z was with that like they did a song together it's like lost plus oh yeah um yeah it's there's some really they did some fun stuff with that one let's listen to talk uh real fast uh I just put talk radio on <laughs> I love this. this song Tom like is. I love, yeah. I love this opening. It feels like you're in fog. They are really good at like evoking a feeling. Yeah, I think that's why what I like about them the most. This part's great. This shit rules, man. This is fucking cool. This fucking rules, dude. This is fucking Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and you know what? Will Champion, he's doing a great job. Yeah, good For job. Not having Will. Experience, you learned it. He's hitting that hi hat, man. He knows what he's doing. I also appreciate in pop culture sentiments that are softer in general. Like yeah. he literally wrote a pop song about how you should call a friend if you need help. 
I mean, yeah. it's like nice. It's just so nice. <laughs> I love this video too, where it's it's them like I think they're like fighting a giant robot or something. It's pretty fun. It's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> this one actually is <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah, the robot kills all of them, and fucks their girlfriends. Yeah, dude, into just a pile of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> I love this album. Yeah. This one, I this was the. I remember putting this album on and just I played it on repeat. And I remember it's the summer that I was. I've said I may have said this on the show before. I was reading the fourth Harry Potter book. And every time I listen to this album, I just think of scenes in Harry Potter. Uh, but it works oh, really wow. well. If you're if you're in the middle of the Harry Potter franchise <laughs> and the later books, throw on X and Y and just feel it, man. Wow. At the end of this song, I think that they, in my opinion, really rip off Oasis. And in a way, I can't put my finger on. But when I was listening to it today, I was like, they're just doing Oasis right now. You're listening to it in just eight bars of Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> yeah. Is this part? That like yeah. bendy guitar yeah. for sure. Champagne supernova. <laughs> Not like champagne supernova. <laughs> Oasis is another is a band that I feel very similarly to. About mm-hmm. I love Oasis. I love Oasis. Yeah. I love Oasis. But I also like get it when people don't. Mm, right. And I feel like the more they went on. The more they started to irritate people for some reason. Well, and they're so like brutal as personalities yeah, too. Like, yeah, just, like yeah. they're, they're easily hateable. Funny. Do you know that story about the Killers? How the Killers formed as a band? No, I don't remember that. Maybe we talked about this, but I don't know if we did. Because we did a Killers episode. Oh, you did. I don't remember if we talked about this. They started in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, as a, were they a cover band of? They weren't. I don't think they were a cover band. Maybe they were for a minute. Yeah. But like one of the mem- the founding members put an ad out in the paper uh-huh. that was like, "I'm looking for a bassist and a singer." And I love Oasis. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Really funny. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go to Facebook and wrap this thing up. I feel like it's so ballsy to start a band when you're asking for a singer. You know oh what I mean? yeah, like for no, sure. the whole story I thought was yeah, that is a very strange move to. Yo, I, we have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be yeah. a band. I do like that you were going to agree with me off mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get yeah. on mic and you go, yeah, fuck you, Tommy. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> I think the story is that there were two of them and they needed two more. Mm, sure. But yeah, I even that is a little, you don't know. Yeah. One of the two, you don't, you're a musician yeah. and uh, there isn't one other musician in your life. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, yeah, newspaper ad for a band. Wow. Very strange. All right, let's go to Facebook and end this thing. Uh, Madelano Morton says, I think they get an unfair amount of shit. A Rush of Blood to the Head is a very good album, and their other stuff is fine. I know this isn't the kind of polarizing opinion or anecdote you're looking for, but it's all I got. Damn, this podcast is like Indiana strong. Huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. What's up, Matt? Well, our first guest was Mike Pence. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. sure. He loves Smashbox 20. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And after that, Bob Knight came on. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Chitwood. Um, Amy Shanker writes, I accidentally stepped in a bucket of pee at a Coldplay concert. A bucket of pee. Tommy asked for more. She didn't really give us and much. She, didn't, she never told the story. She gave more details that didn't add any yeah. like context as to why. 
like we got that she was going to a concert, and then the second comment was like, "Well, I was really sad." And it's like, "Yeah, but how did you step in a bucket of? Piss? Why was there, there a bucket of pee? Yeah, that's the big question. Yeah, yeah, like once the I know how the bucket of pee got there, then I can we could fill I can in fill the, the blanks. <laughs> but why? <laughs> why did someone pee in a bucket? Well, that bucket of piss. That's a was it all yellow? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> was oh, there we go. There we go. There. <laughs> Did you pay Amy Shanker to set this up for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you were in trouble. Uh, a lot of people are writing their first two albums are good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, they seem like one of the, David Glasspool writes. They seem like one of those things that everybody used to like, but now they talk shit about, and uh, like neither they ever liked in the first place. Kind of like Adam Sandler. I don't uh, like this comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? You heard it here, David Glasspool. You're wrong. Yeah, Tommy see, hates you. I'd rather see Deadpool <laughs> than Glasspool. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen Deadpool. <laughs> Kenny DeForest writes, Coldplay sadly rules. Which uh, is funny, because on the live thank show... Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny was against Coldplay yeah. on the live show. Yeah. But on the what show? On we the did live a, show. We uh, do a battle of the bands for the live show. And oh, he cool. He was battling against Coldplay. He was Dave Matthews' band. Oh, um, damn. Yeah. That's a... I, oh, that's, that one's tough for me. <laughs> uh, he says, Jay-Z loves them, so I don't really know what the rest of us can say. Clocks is a masterpiece. My first memories of getting stoned involve sitting in a car and listening to The Scientist. I am white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that says it all. It's. I read something about... There was an interview where somebody's asking him, uh, Chris Martin, about his relationship with jay-z and they, they were like it was always oh, in pitchfork oddly enough mm-hmm. like just from a few years ago i think where pitchfork was interviewing chris martin which i was kind of surprised he did yeah because they shit on Coldplay so hard mm-hmm. they gave the first three albums all like threes or something like that really? like they hate they were pitchfork was is a, bullshit man i fucking hate pitchfork <laughs> i, I love it yeah. <laughs> I read it every week. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it must be a good place to find music. Uh, but I definitely, yeah, they annoy me. I, I hate even, their rating system. I think even they. I remember reading. I think I talked about it on the Jared episode of this. But even they admitted there was like a follow up review of one of the Coldplay albums where they were like, "Yeah, it was pretty fucked up what that last guy said about this." Oh, really? Yeah, it was way too scathing, and it was just. It seemed like it was just posturing to be cool, like. Mm. It, it well, was, they do a lot of that, yeah. yeah. And they also, someone that I know, I'm forgetting who had an album like really poorly reviewed by them, and then they wrote in, and they were like, what the fuck? Like, this is clearly you being mean to me. Yeah. And uh, and the person that they wrote to was like, listen, I actually disagree with it, but our policy is we we can't operate unless we support the choices that our freelance writers make. Yeah. And so we have to keep it. And so that's that what sucks. happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but he did this interview with with Pitchfork where they asked him. They were kind of not super nice to him either. Like I was reading it, they were talking about how he fucks up a lot and can get away with it. Like he fell on stage. There was like there's Letterman literally a ten minute video called Coldplay Fails <laughs> that we could all watch together. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he like fall. He fucks up lines. He'll, he yeah. doing he falls on, all the time. Yeah, he falls a lot. It's like I weird. think it's on purpose. Um, oh yeah. I think it's kind of a trick, uh, but it's like a move of his where he, he falls, and it's Ooh, supposedly him screwing look. up. I think it's supposed to be like, oh, look, I'm be, I'm so in the moment uh, that I, it's embarrassing, but it's not really embarrassing. Mm. I don't know. I could be wrong. 
But huh. uh, he's trying to make call... me cute. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> I was at the Coldplay concert. And <laughs> Misconnection. You fell and I caught you. Misconnection. Uh, you were wow, Chris that's Martin. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they ask him about his relationship with Jay Z. They're like, "How does that even? What do you guys do?" And he said that they. He goes, "Jay Z is actually very good at football, and they play football together. What? Like they soccer? No, like American football. He says American football at it. And he goes, Jay Z can actually." Throw a perfect spiral. What? Just a weird fun fact. <laughs> Just picturing Jay Z wow. and Chris Martin playing, playing football. football together is very odd. And Chris Martin can catch backwards. <laughs> it's honestly it's so funny that that's what he said because it's actually not at all surprising to me that Jay Z is good at football, uh-huh. and it is really surprising to me that Chris Martin is good at football. Well, well he, he didn't say he's play. good. He said yeah. he's but bad. They, but the, oh, but he they said play that together. He's good, but they just play together. I don't know if it's just the two of them. It can't no be just the t- well. Then that's just catch. You can't play one on one football. <laughs> Maybe they do, but you hey, can't. <laughs> I used to play one on one football with my brother. I used Very to play one on one football with myself. You ever do that? Th- you know, <laughs> oh, you just no. th- you just you don't have a dad to play catch, so you just throw a ball as high as you yep. can in the air. I have and done catch that it before. Yourself. Absolutely, it uh, is the sad boy. It is so time. sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Throwing a ball really high and catching it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a perfect cold play activity. <laughs> <laughs> the sport of incels. <laughs> <laughs> the official, the official. The solo community. football. You are watching solo football. <laughs> the official sport of incels. <laughs> Still got that like fox robot from the NFL like dancing. <laughs> I did watch speaking of sports for incels. I did watch the cornhole championships this year because they were on TV on July Fourth, and I was at a party, and I just became so fixated on it. And it was so funny because it's like. If you're that good at cornhole, <laughs> everyone should go in the hole, right? If, it, right. if you're a you professional. Because it seems, I mean, I'm not great at cornhole, but oh, yeah, I can still, still get, get a, a lot of them yeah. in. Yeah. But so then one guy, he throws one, he gets in the hole, and the announcer just goes, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like, I've never dude. seen that before. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's see here. Ben Kim said that he likes their Chris. Or no, he said uh, some Christmas of their songs album? seem like Christmas carols. That makes sense. Oh wow, funny. <laughs> they That's evoke, true. They evoke yeah. snow. Yeah. Uh, Shalewa Sharp writes, "Politic is an evergreen banger." Also, mm. when I I agree, politic is sick. What's um, that? What's that? It quietly while we Russia read it. Blood. Yeah. yeah, I'll play it. And um, I'd like to get a rush ahead to the blood. If you know what I'm saying. I joined the Bloods recently. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to get a bunch of head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I say, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. All right, this is. I didn't think. Uh, I didn't think Tommy was like this. <laughs> oh yeah, the song rules. I want to get a rush of head to the blood. I'm the blood. <laughs> Friends call me the blood. So rush over here and give me head. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of comments on here. I didn't realize this. Okay. Uh, Snodgrass says, none of it sounds bad to me, but I think if I were driving a car while listening to Coldplay, I'd fall asleep at the wheel. Mm. Uh, you Kelly... should give him a first name because it sounds so insane. Yeah, you're right. Say Snodgrass. Snodgrass. Yeah. Uh, Kelly McKinney uh, writes, best band to cry to. <laughs> yeah, that's <True>. exactly <laughs> why I like them. <laughs> Uh, wow. B- uh, Bill Moore says they'd be better if they stole more songs from Joe Satter- uh, Satriani. Mm. Wow, interesting. It feels like uh, the character from the Tim Robinson sketch. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. 
Satriani. No, absolutely. Satriani. Oh, yeah. That sketch is great. Satriani. How hard is that? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, a lot of people are... Uh, we got some cult, like uh, Radiohead comparisons. Uh, Dan Bauer writes, Most of their post-Viva La Vida work is meh, but the up-and-up music video has the greatest visuals I've ever seen. I haven't seen that. That's interesting. Um, JP yeah, McFade. Yeah, this song does rule. Yeah, this is a great song. This whole album is great. Yeah. I, re- I really like it a lot. There's a couple. Uh, wait, did, oh, I guessed this. Uh, Bobby Condon wrote, Lost My Virginity to My Least Favorite Song on Rush of Blood, which I took a guess and said, Was it Green Eyes? Let's see if he said. He said, Oh, God put a smile on your face. That is a terrible song to lose your virginity yeah, to. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's really funny. And man um, up to, I, I like that Bobby just admits that it was one song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I appreciate wow, that. that's yeah. great. I, I do appreciate that. that. <laughs> We're not posturing out here. <laughs> <laughs> I lost mine to a vine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the vine that was playing when I lost my virgin. I'm a virgin, so <laughs> that's why I like Coldplay. <laughs> Uh, Mara Wiles writes I also remember feeling like an adult Listening to their first album that's I feel funny. that Because yeah. you feel like Oh, oh I'm adult contemporary yeah. now yeah. Yeah. That's really uh, funny Let's see Ron Trimbath writes Are you the guest this week? Yeah. <laughs> that actually wouldn't be Because we did an episode recently Where Tommy was the guest And we talked about the Taylor Swift album Oh I will say I was expecting a lot more pushback this has been I, like, just a I, whole episode celebrating Coldplay. I, 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 I did no sure defending. I was going to feel listening it uh, <laughs> to it, but you know, I re- I really got back in. I'm going to listen to Viva La Vida as am I. Um, while I forgotten. jerk off, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm going to go jerk off and listen to. <laughs> hey, I don't know why that was so funny <laughs> to me. But so, sometimes you got to put a smile on your own face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I need a rush of blood to... <laughs> you need a rush ahead to your blood. Yeah. Oh, now it's cool. <laughs> All right. We got to wrap this up. Thanks so much for coming on, Dave. Is there anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. My album just came out. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. <laughs> uh, you can buy it on like all the digital and also physical copies at uh, sex.guns.beer. That's the URL. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I want to plug your James Corden set because I thought it was so funny. Yeah, oh, baby. Dude. Everyone should so watch much. that. It's truly hysterical. Check Thank it you. out. Yeah. Hell Thank yeah. You. That's awesome. Um, I will be in D.C. at the Big Hunt coming up. I'll also be at the Velveeta Room. I think that's not for a while, actually. Um, there's some other stuff coming up here that I don't remember. But, hey, check out the website. <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, same thing. I'm trying check to- out Tommy's <laughs> yeah, yeah. website. Uh, let's see here. Uh, check out the Patreon. Um, you know, keep it crispy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>